live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Man, it's working. Working, man. Good morning, everyone. Hour two of a working man Wednesday here on the very special edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. I just pulled up next to a police cruiser. I was really hoping that was your wife, T.J. That would have been great radio. (laughs) (laughs) The possibility at this time right now, she's... She's heading to a school to work right now, so yeah, it's oh, possible. That would have been so much fun, but it wasn't. It was a male, unfortunately. So, all right. Good morning, everyone. Hour two on a Wednesday. I am uh, passing TJ. I'm passing Chick Fil A on 12th Street. Okay. So, uh, okay. <laughs> next probably, next uh, segment, folks. He'll be uh, he'll be in studio. No, I'll be there this segment. I'll be there this. All right. Segment. Well, I can cover for you while you uh, head in. Yeah. Uh, you don't need cover for me. I got a, I got an earbud in. I can walk in, sit down. Seamless. We've never done this. Uh, t- we've done a lot of the show a lot of different ways over the years. By phone, in the car. But I don't think I've ever had you in route to the studio like this before. Maybe we have. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh never mind. I, I forgot all about the days the of uh, News 9 when you were late every day. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I... I did the first hour on the phone hundreds of times. <laughs> that, At least right. dozens. What was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, it has been years, though. It has been years. And uh, I was at, actually awake at 445 this morning this time, so that's the unfortunate part of this. Anyway, here we go. Hour two. We're headed for a Kent State game on uh, Saturday night. Are you uh, excited about this weekend with the new lights and everything, TJ, or not really? Excited? Um, I'm curious. I don't know if excited is the right word, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them and uh, and to uh, being at the game Saturday night. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. You're going to be there? You decided you're going to go? I'll, I'll grace them with my presence, yeah, but only if it's lower bowl. I'll have to discuss it if it's not. Do you have tickets yet? Um. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. I was a fishy answer. Well, I do, but not in my possession yet. If that makes sense. So. You have an agreement for tickets. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have tickets. Yes. Wow, you are being very <laughs> mysterious. No, it's right just now. they haven't been transferred to me. That's all. I just. Yeah. Have you purchased them? Um. Well, no, they're through the station, so I just haven't received my transfer yet. So, so you've got three tickets coming from the station, and they are not yet in your possession, uh, but you're confident they will be. Two, and I'm confident they will be. Yes, yeah. So I'll be yeah. there. I'll be and there. The, and they're lower bowl. I'll be at the. Uh, I'll be at the ref tailgate, army tailgate. If you missed, uh, if you want to see me working man on a working uh, Saturday, I'll be there. I'll be setting up the tent. I'll be setting up the equipment. I'll be breaking down the tent. I'll be driving the ref mobile. 
I'll be down there uh, at some point to say hello to Toby. I'll be handing out koozies. All right, I'm hey, I'm uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm just warning you. I'm bringing with me a Nature Valley Crunchy Oats and Honey Bar. I don't know why you had to warn me of that, but okay. <laughs> it's not like you were breaking in a, a a tag dog or something. Door's unlocked for you, by the way. I unlocked that, so. Didn't want to take you by surprise. But I just wanted to let you know I'm coming in now. So you will be working on Saturday. That's right. How did this happen? I work lots of Saturdays. You just don't know it and want to claim that I never do. Sometimes it's here. Sometimes it's behind the scenes. Um, right. You just never know. I don't believe that. Since you're telling a fib right now. <laughs> so what was the verdict? What did we? Where did we end on the, uh, the... I really want to play these Rudy Shows clips. What did we decide? Um, Rudy Shows clips are a no-go. He's walking All right, here we go. I'm, hang, I'm hanging up with you. Okay? All right, hang up the phone. He's going to hang up the phone, and he's going to transition to the mic. Listen to the difference in the uh, sound here, people. There's the uh, headphones. Test, 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 test. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Test, test, test. One, test one. How's that? Look at you and your Big Sky Montana hat. That's pretty fancy. Oh, I like that. I didn't lucky. expect to see you today. How You're about lucky. what a surprise showing uh, up in studio? I was in uh, boxer shorts and a, <laughs> and a uh, Toby Keith t-shirt about 30 minutes ago, so you're lucky. <laughs> Someone's listening. Someone's listening. <laughs> I have received my transfer for my tickets. <laughs> you just now got it? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. So we are a no-go on the Rudy's clips. No-go. No-go. Why? So, because of the situation that you're aware of, uh-huh. those clips are an entity of another property that can't be played on a certain affiliate that we broadcast. But to. are you telling me if I had recorded it off ESPN Plus, I could? That may be a loophole that we need to find out. What's the difference? I, the audio no, sounds exactly the there same. There is none to me. There is none to me. And it, it may be that we can't even if that's the case. So... I say we just, you and I drive down. You're here now. We drive down to uh, talk to some people at a location here. I'm so upset at everybody involved in this. Trust me, I I'm right there. This with has you. been completely botched. I I don't know why. Well, I do know why it's happened and why it's got to the point it is. So I know, I know. It's been a good run, folks. Uh, what is it? We're close to 20 years of, of radio in this state. Let's I've hear. enjoyed it. Yeah. I've enjoyed all of you. Good night, everybody. I see, this is what you used to do when you came in late to studio, and you'd fight with me, and then you'd leave and I'm go not, to 7-Eleven. I'm not fighting with you. <laughs> trying to turn on the TVs in here. So these fabulous clips from the Rudy shows I have last night, a lot of fun. Brent's laughing. He's per- has got great personality. Mm-hmm. He's talking about uh, the guys on the bus coming into uh, the Walk of Champions and how they're all standing up and excited about it. He's talking about his pregame speech to the team. All that stuff I cannot play on my show. That's correct. That's correct. All these clips that I spent an hour or so cutting up this morning before the show so that our listeners could listen to it, I cannot play on my own show. That's what you're telling me? That's what I've been told, yes. All right. 
That's great. Um, well, let me ask you this. Maybe this is something I can talk. Okay. Are we allowed to talk OU football? Yes, we're allowed to talk OU football. We are. They can't stop that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm listening to the Teddy and Tyler show yesterday, and okay. they're talking running backs. And um, they start taking opinions from the text line and stuff. And there seems to be kind of, an, I mean, my assessment was, Sooner fans don't care for Eric Gray very much. They don't, and that was um, – so I know they talked about this again yesterday, but the day before, too, when I got here, you know, I have to clear out a bunch of their texts from the night before that they don't get to. And there was a bunch of them the day before about, you know, they need to uh, – you know, Marcus Major's the guy. Eric Gray's just a change-of-pace guy. Don't understand what I saw with the running game Saturday. It seemed like there was a lot of those. Like, people don't – care for Eric Gray and I thought he looked really good on Saturday what what, what's the deal with Eric Gray I think they think he's a um is gimmick the right word like the the, change of pace is what everyone was on the few texts I was seeing here and there they're like just a change of pace guy like that's just a guy you throw in there um third down pass option you know different situations you know that he's not he's not a back built to be the guy it, like to carry the workload, I guess, is what they're meaning by a lot of what I saw. I mean, I guess that has to do with the size that they just think he's too small to be that guy. I guess I'm okay if you prefer Marcus Major over Eric Gray, and eventually, I think Javante Barnes is going to be the best of the bunch. But this is a weird game to take that stance on because he was yeah, really he had, good he had Saturday. A very nice game, yeah. 135 yards of total offense, uh, 102 on the ground, average 6.4 yards a carry. It's just an odd game to come on an anti-Eric Gray stance, you know, because he he was juking guys. He had a couple of big runs. Um. He didn't put it in the end zone. That was major, but I think that's the way it's going to be. I think I think if Marcus Major and or eventually Javante Barnes can earn the trust of DeMarco Murray and Brent Venables as far as protecting Dylan Gabriel, uh, hanging on to the football. Those are the two most important things protecting your quarterback. We all agree you cannot afford for Dylan Gabriel to get hurt. And hanging on to the football. Because Marcus has had problems with that in the past, and Javante put the first one on the turf Saturday. Right. If those two guys can can earn the trust of DeMarco and Brent, then there's a chance one or two of those guys, one one or the other of those guys, becomes the feature back. I think that's entirely possible. The advantage that Eric Gray has is twofold. One, they trust him. He hangs on to the football. Uh, I need to look at last year's stats. Any idea how many fumbles he had last year? Not off year? the top of my head, no. I mean, I don't. He muffed the pun in Bedlam, which a lot of people, maybe that's what they're mad at him about. I don't know. But I don't remember a lot of, if any, fumbles. I think as a. Running back Coro, you really did a good job not fumbling last year. But he is secure with the football, and he is the best pass catcher 
of the crew. You can throw him the ball out of the backfield. That's without a doubt. There's no questioning that. He's got the best hands. Um, Major had a catch on Saturday, so you can they you know they're not afraid to throw it to Marcus necessarily, but he's not the receiver right now, nor really do I think he ever will be that Eric Gray is. Same with Kennedy Brooks last year. So you can run more offense with Eric Gray in the game, and you and right now there's just more of a trust factor with him out there. And that's been said. That's not just me. They trust him. I mean, he's a he's a captain this week, right? I mean, he's a he's a leader on this team. Everybody loves him. He takes care of the football, and at least this week he was really good, I thought. I thought he was really good. So I just find it curious that there's – I mean, it doesn't the, – if you – it doesn't sound like people are saying, I just prefer this guy over this guy. There's like some real anti-Eric Gray feelings out there for some reason. Is it anything like they don't to do like him. with – panic over portal situations and stuff and playing time and afraid guys are going to leave if they don't get a certain amount of touches or a certain amount of time on the field or I don't know if that's where some of this is coming from. Were you talking about Javante Barnes? Barnes or whoever it may be. I'm just talking in general, players in general now. Is that something that people are going to panic over, be it receivers, yeah. other young running backs? You that, know. that may be justified and, and – uh... One of the clips I'd love to play for you from last night that I had queued up is Brent talking about Javante Barnes getting in the game. Right. Because he was like, wow, I mean, that guy. You know how Brent's like? He's like, that guy. He got out there, and I just, he looked like Maybe Adrian Peterson. Maybe this is what we Me do. just imitate just Brent? Imitate Brent. <laughs> that's is legal. that allowed? Am I that's allowed legal. to do that? That's legal. That's yes. allowed? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. Uh, he, he, by the way, I think there was uh, some stuff on social media yesterday about Brent comparing Gavin Freeman to Adrian Peterson. And <laughs> I saw the similarities on Saturday. At his press conference. <laughs> and Brent got to the show last night and he said, Somebody told me at practice they thought I compared Gavin Freeman to Adrian Peterson. <laughs> he goes, I was talking about Javante Barnes. Because I'm not talking about Gavin Freeman. And I said, Oh, well, that makes a lot more sense. And he goes, You think? <laughs> so. <laughs> So, um, but he was like, that guy got out there and he was just like, it was like different. There's something, he was like lightning. I'm not exactly quoting him, but um, listen, I think the worried about people transferring and all that kind of stuff is, is, um, you know, um, it's not invalid. I'm not saying that's the thing with those two, but I'm saying people are starting to form these thoughts of panic and stuff over. How After players one are, game? How players are handled. <laughs> After I don't one game and you they and rush I have, for 259 yards? And you and I have both said we think by the end of the season that Marcus Major may be the leading rusher on the team. I, I think that still may be the case. So, But there's nothing to be upset with Eric Gray over in that game. He was, he was great. I think the combo of Gray and Major and the different skill sets that they bring, because they're different guys, is... Uh, exciting, you know. Gray's a little smaller. He can catch the ball really well. He's he can make you miss in space. Major will run over you. He's got more power, and that combo, a little bit of a Mixon P Ryan situation there, where P Ryan was the bull, and Mixon was 
uh, more of the open field athlete and a good pass catcher and everything. Uh, that is an exciting combination. I, I think those two don't replace each other. They work in tandem. It's a two-back situation there. The question is, where does Javante Barnes fit in? If Javante Barnes gets reliable, who does he take carries away from going forward? Uh, and with what Brent sounded like last night, it was sounds like he wants to see more of Javante Barnes. Now, you can't put it on the turf, young man. You can't do that. But I think going forward that all three of those guys are going to, you know, they had 38 attempts, 38 rushing attempts in game one. Uh, that's a pretty high number, but I think you'll see some games where there's 40-plus and there'll be more carries to go around. And So, anyway, I find the anti-Eric Gray sentiment to be interesting because he was really good, really good. Maybe some people out there can explain it for me. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Big thank you to Terry Saxon. He brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. He also brings you the $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands of dollars on the listing of your home. You can call him asking for more information on that, 405-361-3380, or visit his website, uh, SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Bob on North May Avenue here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line has sent you a very important man's phone number, apparently, if you want it. I'm not going to read that on the air, but apparently he's a bigwig with a particular company can maybe get your uh, uh, problem worked out there at home. (laughs) Uh, You may not know. Guy with three hundred more problems with a guy in charge of. Uh, oh, okay. There's a new modem headed my way, so maybe yep. that'll. Ah, uh, that's help. that's what our uh, top-notch engineer believes. So we have a. Uh, we just need maybe we need- have a wireless hub I can take, or do we need them all tomorrow? Um, I will check with him. I think that I think yes is the answer to mm-hmm. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Why can't you fellas have a barbecue sandwich ready to go for BV when he gets there so he can eat something at the breaks? The show comes at the end of a long Tanoga Tuesday. <laughs> the show comes at the end of a long Tanoga Tuesday. That could sound dirty if you don't know what we're talking about. Please feed the man. He also takes the bag home for later consumption. Well, he That's signed, not healthy for him. He signs autographs during the breaks. I mean, if he asks for uh, – well, I just saw you're wearing the uh, old T-Row in the Morning Show T-shirt today. That's old school right there. Um, I, If he would like a barbecue sandwich waiting for him when he gets there, we could make that happen. But if you've never been to Rudy's before, there is a line of people wrapped around the restaurant wanting to get autographs. And that's what happens during the commercial breaks. Uh, they come up and they bring their helmets and their posters and their footballs and everything, and Brent signs them. So his entire commercial break, every commercial break, is full of interacting with fans and signing things and taking pictures and all that kind of stuff. So there's not really time to be eating barbecue sandwiches during commercial breaks. Unless, I mean, if he wants one, we can certainly do that, And but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he wants to Come do that. on, Sooner Nation. Let the coach eat. <laughs> it doesn't get to everybody, unfortunately. Like last night, there was 
Um, I don't know, maybe he went in the other room and finished off the line, but we didn't quite get through all the line yesterday before the show ended. Uh, I'll scroll up here and skip some things and try to get back to them, but I'm going to get into the text about Eric Gray. Um, Burley Boomer says, I was more impressed with Gray on Saturday than I ever really was last season, personally. Um, Whoa, whoa, we care for him. He just can't run between the tackles consistently. He's great on pitches and catches in the backfield. Okay. Um... Hey, guys, everyone remembers when Eric Gray tried to field a punt inside the five-yard line versus OSU. That's Kevin in Tulsa. You kind of mentioned that, that maybe yeah. that's where some of it stems from. Right. Um, We're mad at him over that, so get him off the field. Curtis B. doesn't want us leaving or going anywhere. He's 52, listen to all the shows, listens on the app. He, he doesn't want you leaving. He's, he's worried about you now. So, well, um, Sorry. <laughs> I've, I've been pushed beyond reproach. I believe Coach Murray will put the best running back on the field for situations at the time. Uh, Eric Gray is getting the Justin Broyles treatment. He didn't play all that great last year, so some have made up their mind that he's no good. Okay. Um, If you just watch the ball, you probably don't see Gray do much, but he carries... Out fakes, blocks, catches, runs good routes, finds open spots, and does the little things well. Agree. Well, that goes back to the trust factor that you were talking Agreed. about. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is why our fans, uh, our, our in-stadium fan base will never get to SEC level for little things like complaining about Gray. They are just never happy. Please just support our team and stop nagging the nagging nature. That's from OU Architect. Uh, that goes on everywhere, though. I mean, that's Listen, that's not that's not just an OU thing. You are one hundred percent correct, and as you know, annoyingly so, I have started following in a, a Premier League soccer team the last couple of years, Leeds United, and I uh, I've got the scarf, I've got the T-shirt. I I try not to ever miss a Leeds game if I can help it. I love Leeds. In fact, I've started listening to a Leeds podcast this year called square ball podcast tj and it has really opened my eyes even more to (laughs) i mean they hate everything man (laughs) every player every coach they hate the ownership they hate the general manager they hate their own fans they hate each other i mean they complain about the pitch the stadium the city Everything. I, there is nothing. So this is not an OU exclusive thing. This no. Is, this is not even a college football exclusive thing. Go to New York. Listen to them talk about the Cowboys fans. You get on to me about how I treat the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys. So Stats Kelly is a big Yankees fan. He's in the booth Saturday talking about uh, – who's complaining about how much uh, he hates the Yankees and how hard it is to be a Yankees fan. I said, Stats, what place are the Yankees in? He goes – Ah, they're in first place, but they're blowing it. I was like, shut up! <laughs> they've, they've dropped behind Houston a few games for the best record. I can't even see first place from where my team is. Your team is in first place. So, this is, yeah, this is, uh, I'm not even getting on to it. I'm just asking for an explanation here. Because Saturday, in my opinion, and I know Teddy's as well, Eric Gray was really good. He ran the ball well. He caught a couple of nice passes. Um, he had a couple of moves that were wow moves, like a, a a linebacker with one-on-one with him in the hole and he sat him down. He's got suddenness to him. 
He's got a little electricity to him. He's got a little wow factor to him. And then I was listening to their show yesterday. I was just texter after texter that didn't want to see him play anymore. I was like, man, what's the deal with Eric Gray? And that's I like Marcus Major. I like Javante Barnes. We can have more than one running back. Like, we need more than one running back. It's okay. You got to keep guys healthy. It's, well, as I was gonna say, you never know what's going to happen week to week with health. So, or other factors that could keep you off the field. I so. think Javante Barnes is going to be the guy. It's just a matter of of how long it takes him to figure it out, as far as blocking assignments and everything that goes with being trusted. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. You want more? Um, I don't know where this came from. This guy just wanted to let you know he doesn't like Drake Stoops. I've never heard anybody say words. that. Yeah, who says words. they? Don't? Yeah. Bob, quit texting in. Send us your address so Bob can come over to your house, sir. <laughs> uh, he got overhyped uh, to us last year is the deal. It's like people get angry and then <laughs> don't want to accept when guys do improve or when guys, you know, do step up. Oh, no, we were told last year don't be trying to have a good game now. So what is a good yards per carry for a back in your opinion? I want at least nine yards of carry to be satisfied. <laughs> no, um, you know, I'm pretty happy if you're right around the five mark, you know. Uh, I'm trying to – so last year Eric Gray was 5.3 yards per yeah, carry. I'm 10, satisfied with that. Ten yards per catch. Um, oh, these are pro stats. I'm trying to look up Kennedy. See, Kennedy just became the feature back last year and had over – a thousand yards again, and had a great season. And um, Kennedy six point three yards carry last year. So, and that's I, what Kevin I, says here. He says EG's doubt for me is related to last season's performance versus Brooks. Right. He was not as good as Kennedy Brooks last year. No. But I mean, what is it? Is that a condemnation or just a Kennedy Brooks was a better running back than him? So. Sooner Nation is spoiled from the past with running backs having crazy playmaking ability, uh, busting multiple big TD runs. We haven't seen that in Gray, but overall, Gray is our best bet based on experience and overall ability. Yeah. Shane in Newcastle. Okay. Uh, nothing wrong with Gray. Kind of similar text. Nothing wrong with Gray. He just doesn't have a marquee play that puts him on the OU fan map. It's a good point. Maybe he needs the play. He needs a like a Gavin Freeman play from Saturday or a, a big play in the Texas game yeah. or something to win him over to win fans over. Yeah, I mean that that would be a, a that would go a long way, absolutely. Like if you listen to coaches and teammates, like he's a world class dude, you know, like he's an unbelievable teammate and leader and professional. Demarco always uses the word professional about how he goes about his business and everything. So everybody loves him, but he needs to make a play on the field that wins Sooner Nation over. Maybe that comes Saturday night. Against Kent State? Against Kent State. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Eric Gray makes the game-saving play against Kent State, <laughs> we got bigger problems. All right. All right, wait till Nebraska. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. By the way, I've just heard from each of the TV stations in town. You know, I've been talking to uh, Damon Lane and uh, Mike Morgan and 
right. David Payne this week uh, about the broadcast the uh-huh. coming up this week. Mike Morgan chimed in last night on the controversy, by the way. But not that I've heard from each of the sports departments. Uh, you know, it's week one of the NFL this weekend. Each of them plan to record games off of the stations that the others <laughs> and show highlights on their broadcast that night. It's an amazing concept. It's an amazing concept. Um, okay, I am here to be your travel oh, agent. I this like, I like feisty Toby. I'm here to be your travel agent this segment, TJ. Uh, I know you have a travel agent. I didn't I do. know you, yes. uh, that still existed in this day uh, and Michelle's age. Michelle's destination. Uh, check out Shelly over there. I'll uh, give him a free plug. Uh, but I am here to uh, – you need to get Shelly on the horn, TJ. Okay. Because uh, he, he, I'm ready to help you make some travel destinations. Let's start with uh, bowl projections. All right. <laughs> okay. After one week, TJ, this is where CBS has decided OU will be going bowling. Oh, now I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous. Uh, based on what's your the destination? I, I would suggest you dial the first uh, nine numbers of Michelle's phone number because as soon as I say this, uh, all of the flights and hotels are going to get booked up, TJ. All right. Oklahoma is headed to. A national semifinal game in Atlanta in the Peach Bowl against Alabama. Really? Yes. The Sooners are the wow. four seed. They will play the one seed, Alabama, in the Peach Bowl on New Year's Eve in a national semifinal. What do you think? You just made this season so much more exciting for me now that I know that's coming. I can hear some people out there right now. Oh, God, I don't want to play. I don't want to be in it if we got to play Alabama. How are we going to win with Eric Gray at running back against Alabama? Please. Not unless we get Justin Broyles out of the lineup. No thanks. <laughs> uh, that's the, awesome. The I other like, semifinal like features Ohio State and Georgia. Boy, so they went original out of the box thinking making there by uh, CBS. <laughs> are they? Did you? Are you reading the one from 2019? Perhaps uh, this is actually 2017, 18, 19, 20, and 21. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's why I'll give Desmond a little bit of a break because it does. We all joke and laugh because when we see that, it's kind of boring. He just went to the such a, an extreme to the other end that we had to laugh at him with the Pittsburgh and the. I texted Texas him, A&M and Michigan. I texted him in the middle of the Pitt West Virginia game when West Virginia was <laughs> oh, up late. Right, yeah, I was like, "Are you sweating?" He sitting back a sweating, you know that emoji where the guy's <laughs> yes. got <to> sweat. <laughs> right. That would. I wish they would have lost just for that. It would have been hilarious. Um, let me see here where I can find the rest of the Big Twelve teams. Okay, here we go. Here we go. TJ, settle out. Baylor to the Sugar Bowl against Texas A and M. USC to the Cotton Bowl against Cincinnati. I know that's not a Big 12 team, but we've got to keep you updated on all things USC. Uh, Oklahoma State in the Alamo Bowl against Oregon. There is your projection after one week. Texas gets the Cheez-It Bowl. How excited will Oregon be to be heading back there? So mm-hmm. Against NC State for Texas. What is, uh, what's your gut telling you on the old Texas-Bama game? I, you know what? It's Wednesday, so you know we got plenty of time to change our minds here. But is there any part of you that thinks that the whole world thinks Bama's just going to roll Texas and maybe they'll keep this thing closer than? 
I mean, yes, there's a big part of me thinking that now, especially after some stuff I heard yesterday. People kind of laughing off Texas. Um, I, I was reading some comments on a Nick Saban interview that he was, you know, kind of pumping Texas up a little bit. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of feeling that way. Are they physically capable of doing no, that? No, I don't think so. No. So yeah, so yes or no? Are they going to keep it close or not? Oh, keep it close. Yes, I thought you oh, meant okay. physically capable of winning the Are game. Are they physically capable of keeping it close? Keeping it under 20? I think for a good portion of the game, they could. You're still early in the season, even when you're Alabama. You never know how teams are going to uh, respond and how they're going to play early in the year. They they clicked pretty well last week, but Texas is better uh, a better and a, a big jump in talent as far as the opponent goes. So I think Texas could keep it close for a while. Here's the problem with, with Texas, just with, with Austin, like – you know, Alabama goes on the road and plays, let's say, Ole Miss or Texas A&M or Auburn, you know, a game that they're favored to win. You could see you could see it there, man, that, that place is going to be a hornet's nest. Emotionally, it may lift the home team to keep them in it for a while. Closer than expected, but, you know, Bama pulls it out in the end. Like Austin is not a hornet's nest, man. It's not. It's not. It's not an intimidating place. It's at all. not any kind of environment that's going to rattle anybody or even lift anybody. Usually, maybe this weekend is different. Maybe they're so excited well, to see Alabama, but the team you're playing doesn't get rattled in those situations. Yeah, like Bama doesn't care where they're going and what the crowd's like. That doesn't. No. That doesn't affect them. Yeah, but. What you're saying is they that Austin's not going to overwhelm them at the end if it's a close game. That's or, not what's or, going to decide that, or thing. even lift the home team above what they right, normally, right? You know, right. I'm saying it right now. Texas beats Alabama on Saturday. Yeah, you said that before. Yeah, uh, Drake, could you please pull that clip and add it to the other clip? What? I'm Are going Desmond. Ha- I'm going Desmond Howard here. It's boring. Everyone's picking Alabama, so why can't I be the guy that just goes ahead and throws out there a Texas prediction? I just we're so. Parker and Tyler and everybody's just so confident this is going to be a laugher. And everybody on the locks that are rolling in. Why are people making locks on Tuesday, by the way? The they whole, were, that, they, that's what I was – some sent in on Monday, and then they're having to change because of, uh, you know, when new information comes out as the week goes on. All of our Ref Royal Rumble compatriots are getting their picks in already. A lot of them are picking uh, Bama to cover the 20 and everything. It's just fishy. I mean, we've seen college football enough to know sometimes something doesn't make logical sense. But if everything in the if everybody in the world thinks something's going to happen, it's good to be on the other side of that. And, and he's got to prove it too. I think my biggest thing is just trusting Quinn Ewers at this point. I just don't trust him. So yeah. you get his car back, do you know? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I mean, Bijan Robinson's really good. Xavier Worthy's really good, but. I don't think their offensive line has a chance against Bama's defensive front. I think they're just I think Will Anderson is gonna knock Quinn Ewers out in the first quarter. I you know? think there's a chance that mentally uh Texas's coach, Mr. Sarkeesian, has a bit of a meltdown in that game. Just staring across at who it is across from him. I think he pees down his leg. <laughs> a little bit, yes. Okay, have you made your Atlanta travel arrangements? Because I got more for you here. I've, uh, I'm texting now. All right. Um, I have in front of me the latest bracketology <laughs> from Joe Lenardi. <laughs> Updated. 
updated, TJ. After you know, there's been like some summer tours and uh, yeah, OU played, played in, in Europe, Europe and all that kind of stuff. Uh, out yesterday, updated bracketology by Joe Lenardi. The Sooners are one of the last four buys in the field. Not the last four in, but the last four buys. But they're in, TJ. They are an 11 seed headed to Sacramento, California. They will play Alabama in game one. That is a rematch of this year's SEC Big 12 Challenge in a 6-11 game. If the Sooners can get by that one, they will get UCLA in all likelihood in game two. So Sacramento, California is your destination. Obviously, that's silly that he's putting out bracketology, but is it a disappointing second year for Porter if he's an 11 seed? Uh, let's get in. Let's get in. Let's get in. Yes. <laughs> right? Didn't get in last year. Let's get right. in. Right. Well, I'm hoping for a little more. Well, I hope for a little more, too, but let's get in. Yeah. I'm with you. At but... that point, it probably depends on what you do in the tournament. By the know, way, it's... have we mentioned his beard? Looks good, doesn't it? Wow. Like, at first, I didn't realize it was him for a second. I'm scrolling through, and I'm like, wait a minute. Who was that I just passed? It's a good-looking beard. Man. Yeah. It's a lot wider than mine. He says he's shaving it, though, before the season. Wow. Keep it, Porter. No, it looks good. It looks good. I agree. All right, break time. Back to your text next. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. T-Row in the morning show, the Angry Bros back with you. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour, $8.99 listing fee. That'll make you happy, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, the coaches love Gray because they know he is always going to be a reliable, picking up blitzes, taking care of the ball, good leader, etc. That being said, we know from a talent aspect he is a step below the others. It's just apparent to the naked eye when you watch, but the other guys are obviously not reliable yet. Shrugging emoji. Um, I would, so, I would uh, agree. Like the spirit of that saying, the other guys are more talented. I think... I think majors who we're talking about here. Javante Barnes is just he's a pup. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. let him figure out where to be and all that kind of stuff. And I think he's gonna be the guy. I think Marcus Major is a more gifted, uh, more powerful runner. I don't think he has the juke that Eric Gray has. And I don't think he has the hands that Eric Gray has. So it just depends on what you value more. Like there are going to be, Teddy said this on Saturday, I think it's absolutely right, there are going to be some occasions where you've got uh, big linebackers and you're in goal line situations, and and this is exactly how they used them on Saturday, where Marcus Major is going to be the better option because you've got to run over somebody. Okay, And there are going to be some situations where you're at the 30-yard line on your own 30 or, or out in the open field somewhere, where you need a guy who's going to make a miss, you know you're gonna you're gonna get to the edge or you're gonna throw him the ball or whatever. And Eric Gray is much more likely to make a miss. So I think they both have different skill sets. Marcus Major hasn't proven to me yet that he can consistently be a starting running back at Oklahoma. I like what I've seen in flashes from him, but not enough to trust him yet. 
So I get it. Well, that's the thing. You may think that to the naked eye, like this person saying, that he's got more talent. But you can't stick him out there and say, I hope that finally just comes around without the other problems causing you to perhaps lose a game. Or a quarterback. Right, or a quarterback, yeah. So so I get what that person's saying, but I, does that mean you're just wanting them to put him in there and just let him work through some things to see if he figures it out? Yeah. So I don't do think you can do that. Uh, not ESPN Plus's fault on the situation we're talking about earlier. It has nothing to do with them at all. No, no. no. Uh, ignore some OU fans. Complaining about pass rush, had six sacks, complaining of run defense, gave up 3.9 per carry, complaining about Gray, who, let's face it, played great. People just want to complain. Gave up 0.9 per carry, not 3.9 per carry. That's the thing, too, at part of this. The, the, the vocal people are just the complainers, especially in a world of Twitter and texting. That's so, true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I'm a Sooner fan who thinks all three backs look great. No problem with Eric Gray being one or two. I think sharing snaps keeps them fresh and more hungry. Barnes will be great, but he needs to hold on to the football and be patient for that hole to develop. Yeah. I like the idea of complementary backs, and I think you've got, I think you've got that in these guys. Well said. All right, you could text the show. You could always text the show. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. Top of the hour break. It's 8 o'clock on a working man Wednesday. We'll be back.